Hey everyone, Geekade and the Colon Cancer Alliance are teaming up once again for the Pain in the Assathon 2017, featuring games like Comic Zone, Mega Man Unlimited, and Zelda Wand of Gamelon. Several Geekade personalities, including Dan, myself, and Jengis, and Evan, and Dean, will be playing Pain in the Ass video games to raise money for colon cancer research and prevention. The event will begin at 10 a.m. on August 5th and end at 10 a.m. August 6th. That's 24 hours of non-stop Pain in the Ass video games. Stay tuned to Geekade.com for more details. Warning. The following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I'm your host, Evan Goldstein. With me as always is the wonderful Karen Rendezu. So by whoosie what's it, you mean turban. By Muslim, you mean Sikh. And by like me, you mean brown. <laughs> the amazing Chris Rendezu. You're welcome. <laughs> we, <laughs> we here on this week's episode talk television. This is episode 91 for the week of July 24th, 2017 still, right? Um, this week we are talking about iZombie season three episodes 12 and 13, looking for Mr. Goodbrand part one and two. But before we do that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. What shows should we talk about? What shows are you upset that we actually spoke about them? Just contact us. Let us know that you're listening. Chris. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, after okay is there any chance we're ever gonna see made like is there a vhs of it floating around somewhere because i know it's not on the internet yeah no we have we have scoured the internet and it does not appear to be on there i there has got to be somebody out there that has it and i am i re-messaged the people involved i i was in communication with the people from the sly caps Okay. Uh, who are the band that were made in that episode? And they said they'd see what they they um let's see the entire the entire exchange was uh doop doop do bringing up the old messenger <laughs> like uh, on July sixteenth. I'll see what we can do. I feel like you're putting inflection on that. That wasn't actually there. <laughs> but anyway, no, there was an ex- there was an exclamation point. <laughs> oh, nice, end. nice. I, I sent my whole message, and they responded, "I'll see what we can do." And then I responded, "Thanks, guys." And then earlier today, I said, "No, on Monday." I said, "Hi, all. Any luck with that episode?" And they have not seen my uh, message yet. Ah. So, Gotcha. Clearly, these people have better things to do with their lives than to try to see if they have an old VHS copy of a TV show they were on. They a got long made. Time ago. Of course, they have better things to do. 
that help out a stranger. But hey, you never know. It's gonna. T- it might turn up one of these days. I will somehow find we're go- uh, we're gonna, this episode. Yeah, we're gonna. As a down. matter of fact, just today, I put a phone call into Viacom. <laughs> I am not kidding. <laughs> I looked up the Viacom, the MTV customer service, which doesn't exist, but Viacom customer service does, and I spoke to a. Um, uh, uh, receptionist who <laughs> sent me over to um, somebody else's mailbox Archives. where I left a message <laughs> and nobody got back to me today. But I will continue to call and harass people because I want this episode in my life. All right. We, we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll put, uh, you know, the word out on the internet and we, we, we touch a lot of people. Uh-huh. So if anybody uh-huh. could get a hold of made season one, episode C- Right? Yep, season one, episode, episode two. two. From the original version of Made, which was, what, 90s and 90-ish? No, it was 2003, I believe. Okay. Because there was a, another Made series yes, it later was on. Like that was readily rebooted. available. Um, yeah. So let's let's talk about the, the, the choices that you, you worked your way through. Um, I, conveniently enough, was doing a season three catch-up of this and when you said hey let's do these two episodes those were the only two episodes left for me to watch in this season so it worked out Ah. perfectly well i'm glad my my original backup for made was castlevania but karen and i just finished what we were plowing our we're trying to plow our way through some tv lately we've settled in a decent amount in the house and now we're spending uh, a little bit more time in the loafing department Mm. and uh (laughs) We that's on the third yeah, floor, right? Third floor <laughs> <Yes>. loafing. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we plowed through uh, uh, the rest of what well, we finished off all our CW superhero shows, and then we worked on uh, iZombie, and now we're working on finishing Iron Fist finally. But uh, oh, wow. I was really <laughs> yeah, we want to get it done before Defenders comes out. So <laughs> all right, makes sense. Uh, I was I was. So enjoying iZombie that I decided to, you know, call an audible on my backup play and switch it over to iZombie because I thought it was. I loved Castlevania, but I don't know how much you guys would have. Or I know you watched it, but it's not like that was a huge investment in your time. <laughs> and actually, when watching Castlevania, I was doing something else. So technically, mm-hmm. I've watched it twice because when it finished the first time, I went, What? It's over? What I know. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, like seriously, we could talk about Castlevania right now. It's really freaking short and it stops just when it gets interesting. Not that it wasn't interesting to begin with. I thought it was. I really liked the first episode and then it just like I, I liked Trevor and there you go. Castlevania's great. It just needs to be more of it. So, I Zombie. This is I the zombie. season finale. See. Um I right now I am total Oh, I remember. I was trying blanking on the cliffhanger. Um so a lot happens in these two episodes. A lot. Oh yeah. I mean like the whole status quo of the show pretty much changed. Yeah. I mean, um what's what's I'm trying to think not what's Major's boss's name? Chase Graves. Chase, Chase Graves. Graves. Now that there's something weird with his outfit. I feel like he's wearing his shirt backwards, and it was off-putting the entire every time I saw him. <laughs> like he used to be a stringy, you know, tall, gangly kind of guy in um, 
uh, Veronica oh, Mars. Veronica Mars. And the brother's jacked <laughs> now. Like, he got big. The He is uh he is fit. <laughs> but he's he's playing the same exact character now, just just zombie. Oh, he is not the same character <laughs> as Logan Eccles. <laughs> uh, the I didn't expect this big of a deal. Like the whole theory of the show has now been opened up to the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. Like and by extension the rest of the world. Zombies are real, they exist, and not only that, but most of the people in this in, in what Seattle are now zombies because of this whole jeez, what a terrifying scheme that was. The I, sometimes I think TV shows and movies give bad guys ideas. <laughs> like the, it is absolutely terrifying the 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 plot that half of the zombie group makes up and then you know actually initiates yeah so i mean some some rogue faction of fillmore graves again great name for just, just great name in general uh decide that they want <laughs> for a zombie infested company <laughs> fillmore graves they want uh zombie they're they're basically like zombie uh superior people. well the original supremacists. zombie yeah. supremacists and they want to make everybody into zombies well the, the original was to have their own little island and that's right well yeah that was that was plan a and then the the evil faction within Fillmore graves was just like that's stupid they're gonna blow us all up and that makes and sense to me like, I get that. It does. Yeah. It's what they did to the dinosaurs in the Jurassic Park books, so of course they're going to do it to the zombies in, in the iZombie universe. But, I mean, of course... And, and like, what? look how well that worked out for the X-Men. Rem- yes, they bombed the island in, in Jurassic Park. Yeah, and and in the uh, the X-Men, they had the whole uh, Utopia yep. that they made out of, what, Genosha? Mm-hmm. They, like, reclaimed that island, called it Utopia. Things were always going wrong on that island. <laughs> I just so, di- I didn't understand. The people the c- of iZombie have read a lot of comic books. Yes, yes. <laughs> the people of iZombie have 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 read comics. I just don't and, understand uh, how they went from like that is like the the island is not an extreme. It's it's an idea, and then to go to the complete opposite end of the spectrum, like full blown. Ev- you know what? If we're not doing the island, everybody needs to be a zombie. Well, and and here's the thing that I. It's, I guess everybody in Seattle needs to be a zombie, but at a certain point, if everybody's a zombie, what are they going to eat? Like, they've well, got to keep not people not everybody around. is a zombie. Not everybody no, not got everybody, the shot. Yeah, not everybody got the shot. And their whole point was, we want people to stay. We understand if they leave. And uh-huh. what they're going to eat, presumably, is the, well, that's what- the video that they made at the end where they said, like... If America gives us the brains of the people that are already dead, then we'll just like chill out and leave you alone. That was Chase's modification of Plan B, because Plan right. B yeah. was to infect humans with this virus, like that that flu, and those people will die. The people that go out and get the shot will become zombies, and then they'll just eat the people that have died. Mm-hmm. Like that's a big it's leap. A, it's a it's well. I mean, it's from the evil faction. Yeah. 
the 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 switch back and forth for major like that oh, was that was freaking major <laughs> i've never been major's lily white's biggest fan and he just continues to make decisions i do not agree with <laughs> i am a big i am a big fan of major and i he does continue to make some rather poor decisions i mean i kind of got where he was coming from like like this dude <laughs> how is this dude not completely broken at this point like well he was broken at one point yeah um but yeah i mean he found time- some purpose in his life and then <sighs> well first of all from the time that girl showed up on his doorstep and she's like i'm your biggest fan let's like have <laughs> this shit ton of sex and blah 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 yeah <laughs> i was that like was- this is not a good idea that You've was known bad this girl for him. five seconds. That was definitely bad news from the get-go. <laughs> and then as abs. soon as the other girl, um, when she came back and she was like, let's go to Italy, I was like, something really fucking bad is going to happen now. Well, Natalie made sense because he's been pining for that girl for the entirety yeah, I mean, of the season. That one I can't fault him for. It's no. like, he doesn't know he's on a TV show. but. <laughs> <laughs> But the other girl, he should have known better. And I was afraid they were shaping up to kill off Major with that, like, here's your happy ending. But instead, they killed her. Yeah. Which, Jesus. So I guess him deciding <laughs> to become a zombie guy. is a logical choice. It's still not a good one. It's, yeah, it's not a great one. But, I mean, he he the cl- he kind of got his life back together when he joined up with the Fillmore Graves people. Like, mm-hmm. he found friends and people that because everywhere else in the everywhere else he's the chaos killer even though he was the chaos kidnapper but oh right but this this poor freaking guy the the thing is though now that the discovery day has arrived the truth about him not being the chaos killer can like be told and so and also, society has a bigger problem than he used to be a quote-unquote serial killer called there are zombies now. Yeah, that is true. But at the same so, time, like... But instead of exog- exonerating himself by getting the real story out there, he's like, you know what? I'm going to join up with the what is perceived to be the bigger threat than a serial killer. <laughs> I, I th- Well, I mean, it comes down to the fact that no, ma- there's never... And like there is no amount of news that's ever going to stop people from thinking that he's the chaos killer, because that's just the nature of people. Like that guy's a murderer. End of story. Mm-hmm. Most people are always going to think of him that way. That's just the way it is. Now he just became and a zombie. Murderer. Exactly. Then he made it worse. <laughs> like the so yes for himself anyway. <laughs> Major Lily White. Big time changes, uh, whether you agree with them or not, they happen, and it makes sense. Now, the the possible change for Ravi, I think mm. that was I, like you take Ravi away, and the only human character that you have left is Babino and Peyton. Oh, that's true. I always forget about her. I. I dislike Babineau. I, I, you don't I, like Clive? Really? I do not like him. Hmm. 
I do not like him, Sam. I am. I, no, it, I, th- I think Clive's great. He's really weird. There's something odd about him. He's got a very unique way delivery. of speaking. But, yes. uh, yeah, his delivery is very unique, but I, I dig him. I mean, Ravi is, like, it's Ravi a toss-up between Ravi and the dude that helps Blaine, that bald, little bald guy. Donnie. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> I don't know why, but I really do. Like, there was that whole scene where he was given the blue brains of, like, I don't know, a choreographer out to people, and there was a fucking dance number in the middle of one of the episodes. <laughs> I want Ravi to hang out with Felix from Orphan Black. <laughs> just want to, want to be a fly on the wall in that room. I want Ravi to hang out with me. The I feel Peyton's character is being, as opposed to just being like the best friend or the roommate, like they're trying to shoehorn her into more of the story. You know, her hooking yeah, up like, with the mayor and what I don't I'm hooking up. But that's not fair because it's she's starting to work for the zombie mayor now who I don't foresee that going well for him. You know, now that everything um, has gone zombie sideways, zombie sideways. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I agree. I think that's going to give her her own window to the story that isn't dependent on being friends with Liv. Mm-hmm. The like. I don't know. The, there was a lot of storylines floating. Uh, Blaine trying to start up like a second or third business that involves dead people brains. Major, you know, going back to being a zombie. Ravi making the possible, not cure, but vaccine. Vaccine, mm-hmm. yeah. Which, okay, so let's say it works. That's it. Like, can they make more of it from him? I don't know how vaccines Probably. are work or, or made. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really know that either. I, I, he did a lot of explaining right there at the very end. I probably should have went back and looked at it again. But I would feel like if they can, if he can make the vaccine, go because he synthesized like from the tainted utopium stuff that he got. Like it wasn't the pure tainted utopium, but he was there was enough of it for him to synthesize it or something. So no, I no, think no. if there it does w- work it evaporated in the bag. It was the residue. And he yeah. that's it right. It was, was still residue. tainted utopium. Like it was but it was so minimal that it wasn't enough for a cure, but enough for a vaccine. What happened I don't know if I missed it, but there was like 15 or 16 syringes of the cure floating around that got stolen? It got stolen, and they never explained that. Interesting. I thought I might have mm. missed something. No, you didn't. They Well, unless I missed it, too. Yeah, they just... It went away, and we don't know what happened. So either that's going to come up next season, or the writers are kind of sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> and my final thought on these two episodes was seeing Olivia as a regular human has now officially become off-putting to me. The first time they did that, it really bugged me out. Now I'm kind of okay with it. And it's partially because I follow Rose McIver on um, Instagram now. So I'm more used to seeing her like normal. Yeah. When she showed up at the very end back in, you know, what is it, original OG zombie form? I was like, okay, good. I'm, I'm glad they're not sticking with that. What are the uh, tanned and dyed version? It's so much shit happened in these past, in just the last two episodes. And huge 
cliffhangers. And implications for the show now, like I'm wondering if they really going to stick with the case of the week police procedural aspect of the show now. Yeah, kind of where does it go from here? Can they? Like, How do you get away from uh, this whole like gigantic situation that's happening in Seattle? Oops. I mean, I guess <laughs> you just Funny. need to you need to somehow all I need to do is kind of establish some sort of status quo. Kind of like it reminds me of that season of um uh Castle when Castle like lost his memory or whatever mm-hmm. and like some crazy stuff went down and then they were like, "Well, this is a huge big important thing, but we can't solve it now." So we're going to go back to doing things normally and then like six or seven episodes down the road we'll address this big big thing again. So they'll they'll pull so like, the all supernatural. They, yeah. yeah, they just need to kind of put the status quo in some sort of holding pattern so they can do a bunch of monster of the week things, continue to lend, you know, do tiny bits towards you know the whole overarching plot thing and then build to something bigger. Mhm. I am not seeing anything online about what happened. Like, nobody's even asking what happened to the zombie cure. So I feel like we must have missed something. Because I thought, like, didn't, like, a bunch of them, they, they, got, they got stolen or they, they ruined were st- or something. And then there was no, something left. No, they were left. stolen from, uh, they thought Donnie stole them. And then that turned out to not be the case. Well, at least and that's what Then other shit happened and... They got caught up with the uh, the zombie truthers, and they just never. Best I can figure, maybe, I don't know, maybe the evil faction of Fillmore Graves took them, because they don't want to be cured. They want to, whatever, be zombie supremacists. Oh, here we go. I Zombie EP says we won't find out who stole the cure until season four. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Um. How long ago did this end? Not very. Oh man, like a month or yeah, so. Yeah, it was a, it was um, the late season premiere. Like it premiered in late spring, so didn't end that long ago. Okay. Well, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I mean, I yeah, you I get mean, you get used to the cliffhangers, <laughs> the 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 end line. I thought was perfect yeah. for this show. <laughs> it was very cute. Um. Lives visions of Robbie cracking me up. <laughs> that was ridiculously uncomfortable. I really thought Chris was going to pull one of those lines, like for his his show opener. <laughs> right. Well, thanks. I you you were within the same ballpark. I got it. <laughs> so uh, it was the one that made me laugh the hardest. <laughs> Did you see it? You're welcome. <laughs> so. Did you guys give uh, any fucks about Justin? Who? I'm waiting for... Yeah, exactly. Who? Liv's boyfriend? The soldier dude? Oh, wow. Yeah. Nope, not at all. (laughs) Yeah. Bye, Justin. Like, I guess he's still going to be on the show because he's in Fillmore Graves, but like... Yeah, but he's like uh, anti-human and zombie-friendly humans. Like, he just... Right, it was that episode at, where she's wandering around the school, looking to see what they're yeah. doing with the, and he sicks everybody on her. Right, because she cheated on him. 
Well, her brain cheated on him. Exactly, but like <laughs> she cheated on him. Yeah. Not that I blame her. I mean, Jason Doring. <laughs> but uh <laughs> good to know. <laughs> Happy anniversary. <laughs> well, you know that relationship was doomed from the very beginning. Not let's just yeah. push aside the fact and that he... she has horrible luck with boyfriends. But within like I'm going to say one episode of them being like official like she starts having flashbacks, no. She has visions of her dead ex-boyfriend yeah come on now that's a sign this guy's not yeah that whole relationship i didn't really buy don't really care that it's over she doesn't seem to care too much either like i guess there was a lot going on in that end but like she was just like oh well Hmm. yeah same as me uh so rob thomas was quoted as saying uh, Liv and Ravi are going to spend time investigating that. This is the stolen cure. Our intention was to pay that off in the season finale, and it got cut due to space. But we will pay it off. It will just have to be early in season four. You'll get an answer to that. Liv and Ravi do try to find that out, but the payoff what that was supposed to happen this season didn't quite make it into the cut of the finale. Well, thank you, Rob Thomas. Thank you, Rob Thomas. He's such and a wonderful singer, too, giving us all the answers... <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was one of my that was one of my favorite aspects of I think it was the end of season two, two yeah, and the beginning of season, of season three, where Blaine all of a sudden became you know a singer because he ate Rob's mm-hmm. o- Rob, Rob Thomas's brain. Yes. Yeah, that's great. That was pretty funny. <laughs> there was not enough Blaine in this finale for me. Like he didn't really have much to do, and I kind of bummed out by that because I love that character. Yeah, it's and I feel like there would have been more Blaine if they were following up on this whole cure thing. It is weird that that was something they, you know, it was kind of a major thing they introduced and then didn't really address it in the season finale, but which uh, thing? TV TV's TV. Which the whole cure being stolen. Oh, and, oh, oh yeah. Well, they just concentrated on his business ventures mm-hmm. at the end of the season cuz at the end his he was dad at, in the well. <laughs> yeah, that's going to end up biting him in the ass guarantee that a lot of moving I parts like in these that episodes. they brought um the stacy boss back too and then just like boom dead <laughs> i thought chris is looking like he doesn't know Stacey Boss. That's the uh the, the crime boss the little guy from like uh oceans the 11 and oceans 12 11 oh yeah they killed him didn't blaine kill him i thought he convinced him to work for him yeah. Oh, that's right. And he Never put mind. the bar through his neck and it was all zombie. <laughs> no, no, zombies are. He was just like, what was the? He was making all these guesses. He's standing there eating a brain in front of him. <laughs> yes, uh, you technically true. <laughs> technically, <laughs> yeah. That whole scene was great. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm imagining we'll see more of that too. Indeed. They have the lots of irons in the fire. This is a damn good show. Yes. Really, yes, really, is. really good show. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> All right. On that note, um, let's take a break because when we come back, we got a shit ton of news to talk about. San Diego Comic Con happened. So, yeah, news. Stay tuned. Invader Zim was quite an interesting cartoon. 
And thanks to its unique design and memorable characters, it's earned itself quite the cult following over the years. Unfortunately, like many other shows with cult followings, Invader Zim was canceled all too quickly. And that means that Geek Aid's Tris Reyes has an excuse to write about it. Check out Before Their Time, Invader Zim. Before the Urkin Armada arrives to destroy us all. Geekade has a new comic book podcast. Newcomers Jordan and Brendan are longtime comic book fans who've spent countless hours reading and discussing all things comic books. Now, thanks to the miracle of modern technology and the information superhighway, you too can listen in on these conversations, which have been recorded for your listening pleasure. For their debut episode, the guys talk about the well-regarded, at least at the time, Venom separation anxiety, followed by some discussion about the latest season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Catch new episodes every other Tuesday, and start this week with Nonstop Comic Shop, Episode 1. You gotta keep them separated. Valerian is a big deal. Or at least that's what they want you to think. But how does this adaptation of the classic inspiration behind Star Wars stand on its own? It's a more complicated answer than you might think. Learn about what works, what doesn't, and what's just plain dumb in Zweib Reviews, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, a.k.a. Valerian and the Eyebrows that are more interesting than most of the movie. You can catch all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at geekade.com. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm alright. I mean, I missed last week, so I need you to make this Dragon Ball Super 60 Second Summary extra super for me. Uh, 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 I'll catch you up in five seconds on last week's uh, 60 Second Summary. I will give you a five second summary of last week's 60 Second Summary. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. Tournament of Power still going, Krillin's out, everyone else is fine. All right. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whenever you're ready for this week's 60-second summary, you go. And begin. All right, so now that Krillin's out of the picture, Gohan and Master Roshi are all like, you know, just just uh, gathering the troops and being ready to go. Meanwhile, elsewhere, uh, Vegeta's still fighting against this giant squishy teddy bear and a robot, and uh, he can't get in, he can't insult the robot, which is the robot's weakness, because the teddy bear's covering his ears. And it's really weird, but kind of funny. Then the other Saiyans from the other universe show up, and they start challenging challenging everybody. All, you know, Goku and Vegeta basically like we're Saiyans from the universe. And uh, Kale is the the one who's like she just learns how to go Super Saiyan real easily. And Goku is like totally all about fighting this girl. He's like, oh, you're awesome. You think you're su- super awesome? You got su- Super Saiyan two like super fast. That's so awesome. And then uh, it's the other girl, Kalifula. She's basically the female Broly, and she gets jealous of Goku and Kale fighting one another and so she gets all like ah son Goku which is like Broly's whole thing which is absolutely hysterical and uh, then the ah crap I'm all out of time <laughs> those are my favorite it happens very rarely but I like hearing you going ah shit I'm out of time I need like five more seconds sorry sir you're gonna uh. have to shake it up next week thank you the pride warriors <laughs> You don't know who the Pride Warriors are. Uh, and we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials and some, some summation of Dragon Ball. Let's talk news, because there's a lot of it. Chris. Hey, how you doing? I'm okay. I don't know who this is. 
other than the title of the article, Harvey Atkins, voice of King Koopa in Super Mario Brothers cartoon, passes away. Mm-hmm. He also played um, Morty in the Bill Murray classic Meatballs. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I swore this guy. I think I looked him up on um, IMDb, and I I could swear that this guy must had done like a ton of other cartoon voices because and I watched so much of this show, and he was pretty much the only through line as far as voice voice actors for all the Super Mario Brothers stuff. He was always King Koopa, and he just has that classic eighties nineties cartoon kind of villain voice. Gotcha. He was he he was great. Um, it's. Now, from the old Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which really, let's be honest, isn't that old, Mario, Luigi, and King Koopa are all dead. Oh, man. Captain Lou, Danny Wells, and now... uh, Captain Lou Albano. Wow. Yeah. Well... So, yeah, I mean, it's it's not like... uh, It made me sad, uh, because that that cartoon was such a huge part of my childhood. And... uh, you know, when when Captain Lou died, that was that sucked, and then Danny Wells died, and now now he's now Atkins is uh, sadness. I'm sorry for your loss, sir. Thanks, <laughs> Karen. <laughs> I feel like this this next one, um, former Doctor Who Peter Davidson says casting of wo- woman means loss of role model for boys. Peter Davidson was 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 your doctor, right? He's my doctor. Oh, I I like that that made it even worse for me as I was reading it because I thought that I was like, oh man, that must upset Karen. Well, yes. Like, like what? Really? Huge bummer, dude. Yeah, I mean, some people will say, well, he kind of saved himself because at least he acknowledged in the article that his uh, viewpoint is kind of backwards. Dinosaur-esque. That doesn't make it any better. <laughs> I, I and, think it makes it slightly better. It's not like he was just out there being just like, nah, it's a bunch of bullshit. Women are dumb. <laughs> but it's not that far from that. But it is it is slightly better that he can at least acknowledge that he's full of crap. I do like that Colin Baker like tweeted back, like, really, dude? You're off. You're not right. Yeah. <laughs> absolute rubbish (laughs) that was it yeah colin baker nobody's favorite doctor (laughs) Uh, i think in later years he's become a lot more loved because like during the classic series he was you know kind of an ass but he's done a lot of big finish audio stuff Hmm. and uh i guess just been a better member of the doctor who family in more recent years so people like him now that's good to hear. Good. Um, and meanwhile, Peter Davison is off rage quitting Twitter because he doesn't like that people don't like his opinion. <laughs> rage quitting Twitter. Oy. I can't. That's not. Oh, you're an adult. Come on now. Um. Now I did not partake in Shark Week this week. Um. <laughs> what a what a what a deep loss. I know. I. I okay. Apparently, Michael Phelps did not actually r- race a real shark. I know that's a surprise. 
I remember I was talking about this the first time, and we questioned it. Would they fucking put him in a, in a, like a, a lane with a shark chasing him? No, of course they wouldn't. Well, he was not not him being chased by a shark, but they were like, he's gonna raise a shark. Yeah, they were so very I vague be about something it. like. You know, there'd be a shark in one tank, and then he'd swim in a tank next to that shark. But no, there was just some friggin' CG shark, and he raced against the time of a shark. Yes. That's dumb. Yeah. Well, see... What's really dumb is that they went to the trouble of making a CG shark. Like, (laughs) really, guys? We know the shark isn't there. You're not fooling anybody. Well, they do that every what are year. You doing? They do that every year. They make some sort of CGI thing, usually involving some sort of large shark, to fool people. This time, it wasn't. It wasn't to fool them during the show. It was to lead them to believe before the show actually happened. Last year was uh, what was it? Megalodon. Was that that the, mm. the prehistoric alleged shark that still survived and took down a fucking uh, yacht? Like, there's only so many fucking things sharks do every year, okay? <laughs> Maybe we should cut this to a, you know, shark day. You know, don't try to fill up a week of, of shark-related, shark-related material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's one of those things like the hilarious concept of the there is a shark week that is exciting is one thing but i don't know see you know, i say that I, I wouldn't sit and watch a whole week of shark programming but like i remember last year for shark week my boss was like she was freaking stoked man she's <laughs> like i'm gonna sit at home all week and just watch sharks all week it's great freaking love shark week shark week's the best like i swear they spent like 45 minutes of our our meeting talking about shark week <laughs> and i'm just zoning out like I don't care about sharks. <laughs> I don't care. don't care. I don't want to care. I'm never going to care. Well, you know but what, Chris? Thing- sharks don't care about you. <laughs> they don't care about me, and I'm glad. Good for them. They have more important things to worry about, like Michael Phelps and his time. Look, this, they, there's a second story posted in here that I, I found today where the... Is it Discovery? What channel airs Shark Week? Discovery. Discovery. They're all like, we never said there was going to be a real shark there. We stand by this. Like, bullshit. <laughs> well, they right, did- you, didn't ex- <laughs> yeah, you didn't say there wasn't going to be a real shark there either. You, they were all like, Michael Phelps is going to raise a shark. He's going to raise a shark. going to put Michael Phelps against a shark. It's going to be a shark. <laughs> didn't say there wasn't going to be a CG shark. They, they were purposely vague about it. It's all a bunch of, a big, fat, hairy stack of bullshit that now they're all... It was, a, it was a big ratings grab, but seriously, like Shark Week has now jumped the shark. The only way they could more jump a shark is if they literally had Henry Winkler jump a fucking shark during Shark Week, Ooh. which I swear to God, that's the only place they can go from here. Yes, and but I think they should. If if that was to happen, you know, we would all tune in to see that. Well, absolutely. That's what would get me to to watch Shark Shark Week if they got Henry Winkler's old ass to jump a shark. All right, you listen. You listen to Discovery to get Chris to watch it. We want to see Henry Winkler on water skis in a leather jacket jumping a tank of sharks. You can make that happen. Let's move man, on, oh man. That would be amazing. <laughs> um, more news about Wayward Sisters. Uh, the a partial cast listing. They're getting 
three supernatural cast members in on this? Well, four total. Four? Who who's the the fourth missing one that I don't yeah. Well, there's Jody. Yeah. And uh Donna. Okay. And then the two girls, Claire and Alex. Hey, I didn't realize the two of them. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I, I still am a little unhappy with the title of the show, but other than that, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, well, it's better than Wayward Daughters, which is apparently the original working title for it. Well, yes. <laughs> yes, that yeah, was. Yeah, but the, I like everything that I'm hearing about this show. My one question is... What are they going to do with this show to make it different than Supernatural? Like, how is this just not Supernatural with girls? It's going to be Supernatural with girls. That's well, that's. I think that's what they're Supernatural. So, well, there's not going to be Supernatural. Well, there's going to be season thirteen, right? Which the pilot for this shows up in. So once thirteen is over, then theoretically this is taking its place. Right, but I feel like they need to do something to distinguish themselves to get me to choose to watch this over just going to Netflix and watching Supernatural again. I have no idea. I really think think that they're just going to regurgitate the same recipe. There's, I, no, it's been on for 13 seasons. There's no reason to change it right now because if they wanted to, they could keep Supernatural on and it would still be watched. Right. So. I would like to see something to distinguish it. Not so that it has to, you know, I don't know, have Henry Winkler jumping a shark in it for, to make <laughs> me watch Winkler, it. Henry Winkler, covered in bees. That's... I, would like, I would like for the show to be able to stand on its own. And I'm, I'm sure it will. It has, to, it has to get out of the shadow of Supernatural. And they're not... They're not setting it. They're not setting it, uh, setting it up to succeed right away on its own because they are interlacing it right, right out the gate with Supernatural. Like you have to right. watch Supernatural to see the pilot of this show. So, and I'm not saying like that it should never have to do anything with Supernatural either. I'm just saying, you know, do something. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be great if they can do more Monster of the Week and less of the whole like religion angle, because that could sometimes get a little yeah. tedious on the show. <laughs> on yeah, Supernatural. Yeah, yeah it, it does get a little heavy-handed every once in a while. But I mean, like from from looking at what they're releasing and the information that is you know slowly but surely dripping out there, that they they're doing right by it. They're getting the right yeah, cast. They're they're starting out with a great set of characters. So, so I just hope they do something good with those characters. And fucking bring back Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As I mentioned before the commercial break, San Diego Comic-Con happened. I, I don't know. It goes for 14 days now or something ridiculous like this. <laughs> um, and during San Diego Comic-Con, a lot of trailers released. So... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to scroll through our whole list of news articles right now. So I, when I hit them, I say, trailer, Stranger Things, season two, released, looked good. We're going to set up a link for you. <laughs> I, 
I, I yeah, I, I was I was pretty thrilled with that one. Yeah, um, they did a good job. Obviously, with it. it starts with an arcade, and they're playing Dragon's Lair, and I'm like, <laughs> oh man, that is so cool. A- Which I thought was crap. I, I I expected him to be like, that's not authentic, because I didn't know that was a real game. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, video games don't look like that. Yeah, it was. It was I, what I wouldn't have given to. See, that's like a piece of arcade history that I missed and was so cool to watch these kids play in that game because, you know, back in the day, nothing looked like Dragon Slayer. It was so incredible to see that running well, like, oh, my God, that that looks like a cartoon. And you that, can play it, was, it. It was a and really you, you only kind of play it. It was just a quick time <laughs> event. That's all it was. A very long quick time event. Which yeah, before that was before really that was named a thing. as a thing, yeah. but yeah, it's a bunch of canned animations and on a giant laser disc. They had at at New York Comic Con a couple of years ago. They had this vendor had um, giant arcade cabinets, and when I say giant, I mean like the monitor was in essence like a seventy inch television, and it was like hand sized buttons and whatnot. And they were playing Dragon's Lair on it. And I just sat, and it was like a glorious <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> so I also thought that the uh, Stranger Things trailer did a great job of mixing in um, the thriller. Like, my oh, favorite part of that, that song. That was so great. Well, it got dark. It was dark. very well done. The trailer gets dark. So... I, I'm, I, and for some reason, forward. I'm psyched, even though I'm not a big horror fan. Like, it looks scary, and I'm psyched. <laughs> uh, all right, speaking of trailers, Doctor Who Christmas special trailer released Yay! also. Um, who? That's the original Doctor with him? That is the first Doctor. He looks good. Well, <laughs> it's not the actor who originally played the okay. first Doctor. <laughs> I was. Oh uh, yeah, no, no, he's all kinds of dead. Right? <laughs> I was like, he's I was very surprised. Dead. He he was very old when he played the Doctor in 1963. Oh, I um, see. <laughs> that's David Bradley, who has been a lot of things, including Argus Filch in the Harry Potter movies. Okay. Um, and he played the first Doctor in a BBC TV movie about the making of Doctor Who at the beginning. Oh, okay. Of the Which series. was really good. Yeah, it and was really he was great. quite amazing in it. So him being the first Doctor is really quite impressive. It's it's very cool. Yeah. and the, Even though he has previously played a different character on the show. <laughs> that is true. Uh, show looks, the episode looks good. It looks like it's going to be very Moffat-y. It's, um, well, Mark Gatiss is going to be in it. It's the last Moffating, uh, isn't it? It is the Moffeting of all Moffats. Um, <laughs> the final Moffeting. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Um, which this sort of ties into the next story as well. Um, Bill's leaving? Like, sh- yep. she's out at the end of Christmas special? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what everybody has been assuming is true the whole season is finally actually confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> so, big changes are brewing. Do they do they normally get rid of? They, you, I remember there being a little crossover time. Once like the, it depends. Yeah, I mean it really depends on what the actor wants to do and whether the show wants to bring the the character back or not. Um, I figure now that she's an immortal liquid woman, like what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
the this article I believe is where I saw that it also said there's speculation that Chris Marshall, who was originally they thought, oh maybe he's going to be the doctor now now that the doctor's a woman, he might be the companion. Got yes, that was mentioned in this article. <coughs> so that's a that's as a as a Hoovian. How do you feel about mm-hmm. that? Did you like the character? I like Bill. I did love Bill. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm not that I'm You're not okay. like, oh no, I I'm going to miss her or anything. I would I would have been fine if she continued on, but I don't know, we're going to have to see the what I said last week about the uh, new casting is that it's going to be interesting to see how the show does it because there's n- not going to be anybody around really who knew the doctor as a man and then all of a sudden now she's right. a woman like there's not going to be anybody that's like hey wait a minute what just happened it's just going to be like everyone who knew him as- before is gone and whoever comes in along now is just going to know the new doctor so. right well i guess that's i guess that's a better transition because the whole thing is transitioning uh showrunner writers uh, doctor uh, companion everything yeah, is changing so i guess they're they're doing that purposely to say like that was the old guard we're bringing in the new guard and we're doing it 100 percent. so we'll see how it's, we shall we'll see, see i see cannot wait for christmas i want to see how this is going to turn out um, <laughs> Matt Groening is getting another animated movie or, or uh, show on Netflix called Disenchantment. <laughs> I I'm a, I, like I don't know if I need to see this. I'm okay with having uh, The Simpsons and Futurama and 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 you know his little touches on the other things. I don't know how I feel. I mean, he hasn't had a new show since Futurama, right? And I, and it's I don't, that was a long time ago. Was it? I am off. It's Did always you, on, <laughs> like somewhere. <laughs> Jeez, let's see. I I'm IMDb in that business. When did Futurama come on? Do, I'm gonna do, guess ninety nine. Ninety nine to two thousand thirteen. Yeah, I freaking old, man. <laughs> It's been a long time since Matt Groening's had anything new, and uh, I'm I'm super excited about this because it's also it's a totally different setting right. for his stuff. And Futurama was great, and Simpsons was great. Huh. Emphasis on was, so yeah, all right, I'm in. It's des- I'm so game for him. It's described as an adult fantasy about a crumbling medieval kingdom known as Dreamland. The central character is a hard-drinking prince <laughs> is a hard-drinking princess Bean and her elf companion Elfo and her personal demon Lucy. So <laughs> And this is what Netflix says? Yes. 20 episodes yeah, on sold. Netflix on Netflix. Sold. <laughs> I will watch up. it. I just <laughs> like I just don't know if I like will have to watch a type of thing. You know what I mean? I really don't. I <laughs> I hear Matt Groening's making a new animated series, You're in. and you know his his body of work is The Simpsons and Futurama. I I'm, I'm lining up at the door. All right, 
I'm sure you and many, many, many others. So I am in the minority. Were you not a fan of Futurama? I was. But like the Simpsons loved faded away. Now I can't. I just shy of can't watch it. The new stuff. I, oh, yeah, I can't even sniff the new stuff, but I'm pretty sure Matt Groening has little to nothing to do with that anymore other than collecting a paycheck. <laughs> That's just Fox parading out the corpse of The Simpsons and hiring anyone in the writer's room to like desperately come up with something, <laughs> anything that they can have these characters do that isn't literally just a retread of an episode they've already done. I get it. That show is still on out of sheer force of will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of waiting for the for Simpsons itself to make the Simpsons did it joke. <laughs> they haven't done that yet. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I that like I understand why it's happening. I'm okay with it happening, but I didn't have the reaction that I thought I would I was supposed to have. The oh wow, I really need to see that. It it's just <laughs> It, I'll, I, like I said, I will watch it, and I will probably enjoy it. It's just, you know, not high on my list right now. It's crazy to me that Seth MacFarlane has had, like, 85 different shows, mm-hmm. and this is, like, Matt Groening's third proper show. True. I, I think that's why, to me, it carries so much more weight. Like, Gotcha. He doesn't it's, throw his... Yeah, he doesn't, yeah. like, come up with a whole lot of new stuff all the time. <laughs> he's, he's had two pretty good ones so far, mm-hmm. so... All right. Um, I try to read this next article, and I got really confused. Uh, Nielsen weaves weaves views from Hulu, YouTube, TV into traditional ratings. Now. So basically what we've been talking about every time we were talking about these stories a while back, like Nielsen's just like, live TV, what are you watching? And now they're finally paying attention to non-traditional tv formats i don't know why youtube tv is one of those things Uh, like do people use youtube tv so they're incorporating the nielsen like the 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 nielsen system like the the traditional c3 c7 system and Mm -hmm. just adding more channels to it i don't know how else to say it like now they're just counting like that's it yeah they're now they're counting Hulu and, and YouTube TV. Well, specific, like, which is smart. They should have been doing that, like, well, not but, two years ago because YouTube TV isn't that new, isn't that old. But I don't understand. I don't. Know, I I don't know what they're shooting for because of places like Hulu and I don't. I'm not. I'm not really familiar with YouTube TV yet, but I know Hulu does no commercials for most. You know, for pay services and whatnot. Like, how is that helping advertisers? How is that information helping advertisers? Well, because Hulu is only no commercials if you pay extra for it. Mm-hmm. I I would venture a guess that there's a lot of people who still who don't really pay the extra for the no commercials. But even <laughs> even then, it's it's a. Uh, I don't necessarily specifically get how. Uh, it it benefits advertisers, but uh, it is it still shows 
or like the, that that's kind of like the standard rating system on what is successful and what isn't as far as TV is concerned. Yeah, I and, think there's more value to Nielsen rating than just advertising. Yeah. Okay. And and why did they limit it there? Why did they stop at YouTube TV and Hulu? Like if they're just doing they're not using, you know, digital algorithms or all of that horseshit, why not you know, Netflix or whatever. Well, I think Netflix, because it's with the exception of their new programming, Netflix is like Hulu's thing is like, watch the stuff that's on TV now, except not through your cable system. And Netflix is and just like Hulu originals are also released once, you know, once on a traditional TV schedule, whereas Netflix originals are released uh, okay. all at once. That's also true. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Netflix is still kind of like, They've taken the whole secondary market of like, you know, the stuff you buy or whatever and taken that to the next level where Hulu is still trying to be more like the current stuff, I guess. Well, yeah. And then somebody others paying for YouTube TV <laughs> and I don't know who that person is. Now, I, after reading this. Apparently it's millennials if you will pay attention to their commercials. They're like, it's TV for us. And I'm like, who's us? Us who? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I am not us. <laughs> this is us on NBC. Good show. Uh, so, more information being gathered. Big Brother is definitely watching. Um, we already talked about how Discovery Channel is sticking with their story that they never said anything about Phelps actually racing a real shark. That's uh, Yes, they didn't technically say that, but they didn't say it would be a CG shark. <laughs> that sounds like their lawyers. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's 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 lawyer talk. Um, I just wanted to skip that one to get to the, <laughs> that McDonald's is giving. Uh, <laughs> Look, I haven't even seen this episode. I'm still on I, season one, I think, of this, or maybe I made it to season two. I don't know. I have to get back to this show at some point. But. Apparently, the Szechuan the Szechuan sauce from McDonald's is a big deal in the Rick and Morty verse. And McDonald's is giving uh, Justin, Justin, ooh, Roland, I think, Roiland. Roiland. Uh, I think it was just labeled as a jug, <laughs> like a, a, a large container of the sauce. Now, if I'm not mistaken, it was made briefly in 98, and then once again for... Was it? Did they say it was like a tie-in for the movie Mulan? <laughs> yeah, which was '98. But then in 2010, they did a thing with the Winter Olympics that was in Canada. So that mm-hmm. means the Szechuan sauce has not been made in seven years. Where's this jug uh-huh. been? What's your point? Where's this jug been? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Ben? They're they're going to cook him up some. <laughs> you really think that they're they you know they're the stirring the pot and making him a specific jug? I feel like someone like opened up a closet and went, "Oh shit! Look, the sauce is still here. <laughs> Send that over to the Rick and Morty guy. That'll give us great press." <laughs> uh, it's all made out of the same stuff. Everything in McDonald's. I can't believe I haven't had a cause to say this on this show yet. <laughs> Everything in McDonald's is made of the same stuff. Everything. <laughs> it comes in these big vats. It's called Mickey D. And it's a—it's uh, like this gray 
paste and like everything like the the buns the burgers the lettuce the tables the chairs it's all the same stuff and it's just shaped and like fried and and, and stuff differently it's mickey d it's all the same stuff none of it is actually food okay um real quick this this next one shocked the hell out of me first off winona earp has been renewed that was the first shock. Yeah. The second shock. What? The second shock was for season three. So that means I missed the first <laughs> shocking news story that it was renewed for season two. <laughs> yeah, that, you know what? That season three thing didn't even connect with me. I was just like, "Wow, this show is renewed." All right, there you go. So if you like the Winona Earp, check it out on Cfe. It's coming back. Um, yeah, their uh, standards are pretty low. <laughs> Yeah, so their their uh, tagline should be sci-fi. Yeah, what else are you doing? <laughs> Remember Sharknado? That was cool. <laughs> that was us. We did that, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So this is pretty much all of the Comic Con news, right? Like the next run of things. Um. First up, Arrow is getting. Uh, Michael Emerson is joining the cast. Yay! I like Michael Emerson. That's super cool, man. I think he's going to fit in with that cast really well, and the and the the like the, the universe kind of dark, kind of yeah, creepy. Definitely. I think that's a good fit. Do we think he's going to be a bad guy? I hope so. I think he's a better bad guy than he is a good guy, and I count Linus as a bad guy. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean he did some flippity floppity, but the guy. Yeah, but he was mostly bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, I haven't seen Person of Interest in a while. I don't know if he's flipped or anything, but at the beginning, he was the, the guy who created the whole system. He was the good guy. Um, So he can play both. We'll see. It's it's a right fit. It's a, a fit. It makes sense. It's a good Bad fit. guys like are it. more interesting. A mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, couple of trailers released. Uh, Star Trek Discovery, their official trailer, uh, looks like an extended version of the one that we already linked a while ago. Looks good. I liked it. It does. Looks, yeah, looks it really does. does. Looks good. Um, uh, Rain Wilson looks awesome, and Jason Isaacs looks awesome. The girl who played Pusey yes. and uh, Samira Wiley. Samira Wiley. Yeah, yeah. kind of goes without saying. She looks awesome, but I like that they're letting her have her natural hair too in the trailer. <laughs> like that's not. You know, whatever a big point, but I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm game. Yes, a whole batch of CW trailers released. So for uh, I, I don't even know what season they're on. What's the Arrow's season? Arrow's season six. Flash is what Th- four, I think, and Supergirl's three. Th- okay. Um, Arrow- Calling that Arrow thing a trailer is a bit much. The second half of it's a trailer. <laughs> sort of. It was a short like episode. The, fir- the first half of it was all this, like, it was so, it was recap, 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 and it was at least halfway through before you started seeing all the new stuff. But it was, it was three cool, minutes you know, long. More canary versus Canary, and uh, I see Deathstroke is still around. That's pretty cool that yes. we're going to get, mm-hmm. we're going to be, you know, that wasn't just a one and done. We're going to get more of him. There's um, certain people they did not show. That is true. So That's... they can tease out who died on the island, if anyone. Uh, who did? Yeah, die? I am very curious how 
like what happened. I, I, that was a good cliffhanger, man. They friggin' earned that cliffhanger, and I can't wait to see what happens. And I can't believe it's coming back in October. That's not that long from oh, now. Shit. We just finished this. I have to. Wa- I have to catch up. Then fuck. If it's it's coming out in October. God damn it. I have no idea how far behind I am. They're all on my DVR, and I don't turn on my cable box to actually check. Eventually, I'll just get tired and say, eh, shit, let's just start watching this stuff again. Meanwhile, the Flash trailer. Yeah. <sighs> my name is Iris West. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Next season on the Flash, more Iris. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so they're concentrating on characters we aren't really fans of in the flesh and they're making supergirl dark and moody that's what i got out I, there was i i will say there was other stuff in the flash trailer that i dug like i was happy to see you know you know in the wake of barry being out like cisco's going out in the field more mm-hmm. and uh teaming up with wally and uh caitlin seems to have gotten her crap together to you know a certain degree and that's good to see um I don't care about Iris. <laughs> Which is like, it seems I, to I be love that they're, f- they're 50% of the episode. some weirdo samurai. Like, all right, cool, man. As long and as like it's not Cisco. a speedster. Come on, Cisco. No, they already said they're not fighting a speedster this season. So <laughs> thank you for that. But now, Cisco, being the pop culture reference machine that he is, how was he so dumb as to say, what are you going to fight us with a sword? Like,. You've seen TV before, Cisco. As soon as you say that, you know he's going to start fighting you with a sword. So, it's a magic uh, story, Cisco. You can do better than that. Uh, but no, I, I thought the trailer looked interesting enough. I, I'm hopefully hoping that next they... season of Flash is a is an improvement. Yeah, I mm-hmm. hope they learn some lessons. And you know, I think the Supergirl. Th- I, mean, I don't think that's necessarily. The, I don't think what what they're talking about is going to last the whole season. Her, you know, giving up on being Kara, but uh well that yeah, what the other two seemed more of a seasonal introduction and this one seems like hey this is like the first two episodes yeah like it's this is the next arc and uh it's i don't think it's necessary for them to make it, it she she uh, like she lost her boyfriend okay that's and it wasn't that strong of a relationship they were dating for like a minute and a half there's no reason for her to start getting all dark and moody and I don't like humans anymore. Like, stop it. I didn't really get that from... I, I didn't really get the I don't like humans. I think it was just more of her... Like, that kind of her typical thing that she goes through in her head. Like, the whole balancing of the two different aspects of herself. Supergirl versus Kara. And she's just going to be like, no, screw it. I'm just Supergirl now. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's that's how I read it anyway. I feel like what I got was sh- she's not attempting to be part of the society anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what I got. So, and who was the dude? Damn it! I watched the trailer and I remember thinking, "Oh, cool!" But now I can't remember who's the dude who's going up against Lena. Who oh, is a familiar face? I've watched oh, you're so right. many trailers. I I got nothing. Oh, you're right. Oh. I don't know, but oh. whoever it is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's uh, from Heroes. He's Flying Man. Oh yes, Adrian Pastar, uh, Nathan Petrelli. Yeah, <laughs> Flying Man. Didn't they kill the crap out of him in Shield too? They sure fucking did. <laughs> oh man, that made me sad. I liked it when he popped up on on Shield. Man, Shield well, was good. Now he's making the rounds, man. All right, so let, yeah. let's let's touch on the last one. 
the last news article, seeing as we're talking about the CW, but uh, Felton's not coming back. Nope. So. Bye. Yeah. He'll be missed. Uh, hey, will he? <laughs> he will be I missed. Mean, I didn't. I nope. didn't mind him, but I'm sure every now and then I'll be thinking about the show. I'm like, wasn't wasn't Malfoy on this show? <laughs> yeah. Hey, he was. So yeah, he'll he'll kind of be missed. <laughs> I'm sure once or twice I'll have that thought in my head, but most of the time, a, yeah. I have a cousin who's in love with him. She'll be sad he's not on. Uh, yeah. So she's the one. Yes. Um, <laughs> Iron Fist coming back got renewed. I didn't realize that they didn't announce that it got picked up. I thought it I just thought it was a given that Netflix was going to do at least two seasons of Iron Fist, but apparently they held on to that news till San Diego. Um the showrunner is changing. Um yeah, cuz the guy who ran this season is doing Marvel's Inhumans. Great. Interesting. Indeed. Mm. And oh. like look, I'm enjoying the crap out of Iron Fist. I don't I don't get where all the hate comes from. Like I'm not saying this is like high art, but holy crap, people are like, This is the worst show I've ever seen on television. It's horrible. It's just freaking terrible. I'd rather gouge my eyes out than watch Iron Fist. And I'm like, You've clearly never seen the Big Bang Theory. But uh <laughs> It's not bad. I'm I'm really interested. I'm I'm enjoying the villains in this show. I'm I just I gotta throw that out there. Like the 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 villain characters with I I just think they're interesting. I'm, I I can't wait to see where what these characters are going to do next. The Meacham family is so screwed up, and uh, they 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 give them just enough depth to be interesting. I don't know. I I, I like it. I am far more interested in Colleen and Claire than I am in Danny and anything he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danny's definitely the weak the weak point of the show. That's what I'm saying. It's like the show's about him and he sucks. I don't think he sucks, but he certainly kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't that- all the way suck, but it's just like. God, you idiot. Every everyone around him saying, "Don't run and fight these guys." Like, I'm going to go run and fight guys. I'm the Iron Fist, the, the hand and the brr. and there was like, "Come on, dude. You got to know things are at least slightly more nuanced than punch wall." And he's like, "Uh, Iron Fist. I punch bad guys." Yeah, um there's a uh, I can't believe I'm about to compare Iron Fist and Harry Potter. But um <laughs> <laughs> There's a well-known meme in the Harry Potter fandom that basically the entire plot of Harry Potter is everyone <laughs> saying, Harry, no. And Harry goes, Harry, yes. <laughs> but the reason that people tell Harry no is it's dangerous. There's, you know, we're afraid of getting in trouble. There, And Harry's reason for saying Harry, yes, is he's brave. He's trying to do the right thing, blah, blah, blah. Iron Fist is kind of the same thing where everyone tells Danny, Danny, no. And Danny says, Danny, yes. But Danny's reason is just like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And everyone's reason for telling him no is like, that's a bad idea. And he doesn't listen to anybody. And he keeps doing the same plan, you know? He's just like, no, I'm going to rush in. We're, we're going to attack these guys. And they're like, 15 minutes ago, I put stitches in your side because you rushed into some dude and it didn't go well for you. What is wrong with you? And, you know, the show's answer is clearly a lot because he's like, no, he, he's screwed up. He's, he's like basically... A, 
15-year-old in his head. Like, yes. he's, he's he didn't do any real growing up. He lived with a bunch of monks on a magical island, fought a dragon, and became a superhero. <laughs> like, this guy's not had a normal life. <laughs> <laughs> I will say for the show that I do think the concept of like the different perspectives on the hand and whether or not they're good and whether like Gao is bad and you know maybe maybe the monks are bad because they you know if the hand is good and the monks are trying to fight them then maybe the monks are bad like that whole thing is interesting to me it's just I can't stand the main character <laughs> and that's a problem on on your TV show <laughs> Yeah, I don't hate Danny, but I mean, he's definitely like, I'm not as interested in his journey. Like, I'm really interested in Ward Meacham, like, because at first I was just like, this guy is just a piece of shit. He's just a piece of shit. And they started adding some, like, interesting layers to him. Like, he doesn't want to be a piece of shit. He doesn't even want to be around people. He just wants to go away. And his dad, like, geez, <laughs> they killed Faramir. And I'm like, wow, they killed him. And then the next episode, he comes out of the friggin' swamp, new finger and all. I'm like, oh, oh, crap, you didn't kill Faramir. You can't kill Faramir. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I'm finding this. Oh, the show is really fun and interesting to me. I'm digging it. Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. So the next season, we'll have Raven Metz- Metzner. Um, he was a showrunner for Sleepy Hollow. Um, People seemed to like yeah, that show. Yes, it was, I enjoyed that show. I watched a number of the episodes. I thought it was very good. They just made a. F- Didn't he also have a hand in a no pun intended uh, the friggin' Electra movie though? Uh, well, no. I think he wrote Electra. Hold on. Do do do. He's a, he's a comic book guy. Uh, he was co-writer. On the on the Electra movie. All was right, it, that's that's enough down the ladder that he can be okay from that. Yeah. You know, he didn't direct it. He didn't like write it per se. <laughs> he was a co-writer. Mm-hmm. You're all right now. All right. So <sighs> <sighs> that was a lot of fun for me just to sit back and listen to you guys rant about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, apparently Archer's changed time frames again. Uh, this time going back. <laughs> We're so far behind on it. Yeah, I no, I'm all caught up. Now <laughs> I don't remember. Hold on. Okay, so last season took place in 1947. Um, now they're going back. I don't get it. How? How did it take okay, place so in 1947? The so that so we're going into season. So the end of season seven. Right. If I'm not mistaken, the end of season seven shows Archer getting slipping into a coma or getting shot and ends up in a coma. So the theory is that these past two seasons are uh, of like a, a coma dream. That's the theory. Okay. Okay. Fine by me. Um, Sign me up. <laughs> uh, this season takes place in 1939 on a remote beach location in the South Pacific. Uh, Archer is a pilot and. All apparently, most of the cast of characters is showing up. My favorite part of this article is the fact that uh, Doctor Krieger will technically not be back, but his voice will, and he is voicing a talking fucking parrot. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Named Crackers. <laughs> okay. 
I listen. I, I love Archer. I, I, it's such a funny show. I watch it as often as possible. I just want more of it, and I'm okay with traveling back to 1939. <laughs> Danger Island. <laughs> Danger Island. All right. Last article. And I saved we this one. We made it. We made it. Another big news. Um, this slipped accidentally, apparently, and then they verified it. Uh, Darkwing Duck is going to show up on the new DuckTales. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, it was released. The information was released by a video montage that showed the mock-up art for the character. Uh-huh. And his, the um, Megavolt as well. So someone saw that and said, hey, is he showing up? And then they verified. Um, I don't like it, it. I'm okay. Yeah. 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 This was one of my favorite yeah. shows in the Disney afternoon. Yeah. So like, fuck yeah, man. Throw more. I, I'm all about Darkwing. Get Duck. me Darkwing Gizmo. Sh- throw me all the ducks. I want all the ducks. Um. I, and it, it, reading this, I mean, it's a very short article, um, but it reminded me, like, I couldn't remember how Darkwing tied into the <laughs> the DuckTales universe, and it was via Launchpad. I forgot that he was, like, his yeah. living roommate or manservant or whatever. <laughs> he, he retired from uh, helping Scrooge McDuck and started helping Darkwing Duck. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes! <laughs> Drake Mallard, Moon Knights as the shadowy crime fighter. <laughs> Let's get dangerous. dangerous. That's it. We wrapped it up. Chris? We did. Yeah. You can get in touch with us. That's right. You can get in touch with us at mailgeekade.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content. And follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade. Or follow the show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen is at... Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan is at... Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out the show notes. And while you're at while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com where we post something new nearly every single day. And by the way, August 5th and 6th, from 10 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, Geekade is hosting the annual Pain in the Assathon, where members of the Geekade family will be uh, playing Pain in the Ass video games for 24 hours straight, all uh, in order to raise money for the Colon Cancer Alliance. Relevant to your interests, you, the people who are listening to this show, uh, the the whole thing will be kicking off with Evan and myself uh, facing off against Contra for the Nintendo Entertainment System. <laughs> Uh, I am very good at Contra, but I believe Evan has probably never played uh, it. Oh, no, I've played... Listen, there was a point in time <laughs> I played video games, okay? I just haven't played it. Uh, so what am I, 39 now? So gonna just, <laughs> 30, 30, 28 years, maybe? <laughs> How long ago did gotcha. it come out? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we're not using the Konami code, Why and we're going to try to beat the game. I, all right, I'll put it this way: we got two hours to play Contra. Okay, and um, we'll try to do it. The oh, first natural. hour, we can't. <laughs> if we can't do it in the first hour, I'll let you use the Konami code. Yeah, all right. So up, up um, down, down, left, right, it, left, right. B A select start. Correct. That's it for two players. Good work. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's the Evan and I. will be kicking it off, and uh, as the the day progresses, I'll be teaming up with Dan from the Stone Age Gamer Podcast to play Comic Zone, and um, I'm going to be playing Zelda: Wand of Gamelon starting at midnight. Uh, there's going to be a whole Power Pad extravaganza where I'm going to get Evan to jump on a Power Pad with me and and Dan and Ferg from the Atari Twenty Six Hundred Game by Game Podcast, and it's going to be a giant. D- just disaster of us playing very very painful games but it's all to raise money for the colon cancer alliance it's a very good cause and uh we believe in it and we were able to raise a total of two thousand six hundred dollars last year and so we are out to beat that this year we uh also did get confirmation that uh stoneagegamer.com will be matching donations up to a thousand dollars again this year so uh that will be helpful please tell your friends tell everyone you know um and hopefully we see you there go to the geek twitch channel on august 5th and 6th starting at 10 a.m uh you know twitch.tv slash uh or just you know hit us up on our, our website we're posting how to make donations real soon uh all, everything's all kind of coming together it's right right about now and over the next week while we lead up to the event so it's a very important event to us and Geekade's Pain in the Assathon 2017. Be there or be square or be both. Uh, squares are welcome. I, I like squares. Um, back to you, Evan. Thank you, Chris. Um, we will most definitely be posting links, uh, whether it be on our, you know, Twitch, uh, not Twitch, Twitter accounts and Facebook pages. And you'll definitely be able to find us because I don't think, I think we're going to try to stream it on multiple venues. This time around, yes, so I believe not it's going to be Twitch. on YouTube, Twitch, and uh, Facebook. Facebook. So, um, check it out. You'll get to see the inside of my apartment. Also, because I get to host it. The point, the, the original point of hosting was so I don't have to play games. But Chris keeps making me play games. <sighs> Anywho, um, my turn. I, I asked a question earlier today right before we started recording, and, and I wanted to do a classic show. And I didn't know if I wanted to do the original pilot or just jump right into, like, my favorite episode of the series. And I decided I'm going to make you watch my favorite. We're going to watch the 1990 Flash Whoa. Season oh 1, Episode 11, The Trickster. <laughs> Man, that's on my list. <laughs> I'm going to have to take that off my spreadsheet. <laughs> so, that is oh, 1990 man. The Flash, Season 1, Episode 11. <laughs> I actually thought about it this time. Um, that's awesome. So, that's it. That's all we got. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. Mark Hamill's awesome. <laughs> Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.